Well, hello, family. Hello. It's the uh, Money in Bits crew. Yes. Yeah, we're here today. The creepy and the Mimi mashing it up as usual on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> mashing it up. Mashing it up. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, is it a beef and broccoli Sunday? It's more right now. It's more broccoli a little bit. Well. 24 7 day, yeah. Uh, might as well say beef and broccoli. Well, a mix of beef and broccoli is good for your health. Right. Can't be broccoli all the time. No. But broccoli all the time looks good though. Yeah. But then it crashes down. Right. You know, so we want a mix of, you know, a little rocky roads. But generally speaking, we want to be moving up. So, yeah. How are you doing, the Mimi? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I am great. That's good to hear. Wonderful. Wow. Awesome. Wow. I uh, wonder why you have all those. To describe myself well, mm-hmm. I um, happened to help the Mimi not too long ago. She minted an NFT. And, um, you know, she was screaming about the price. You know. She minted one on Solana. Isn't that right? The yes, mean. I did. She doesn't want to act like she's excited, but you this know. This black Jew that, that just that made a big transaction. <laughs> she wants to call herself a black Jew, but she, you know, it's... There's a reason why I say that. Yeah, but you know what? It's worth the experience. Yes, it is. I know. The, the thing about this NFT here is that um, you don't know what you're going to get. Right. It's going to evolve into what it's going to evolve, and then you get it, and then we'll see. Ooh, I'm excited. Ooh, she might even get something very, very rare. You know, let's put it out in the universe that we get very rare ones. Right. You know, so she's acting all chill, and um, you know, she was excited a little while ago, but she was screaming about the price. It's 1.5 Solana. And uh, one Solana is worth what, almost two hundred dollars, and so she's screaming. Mm-hmm. You know, come yeah. on, come on. I know. You'd be happy in two years if this NFT is so rare that it's worth thirty thousand dollars, and you'd be so happy to have invested one point five Solana to pick it up today. I know. You know. I, I don't regret it. I'm just, you know, I just don't like to stuff that I have in my party. You know, she's being cheap. Cheap. I'm not being cheap. Nothing cheap about me. I just like to, you know, it's called economy. I know what you, you know. On my coins. <laughs> economy. Yeah. Someone has to be out there, like, you know, trail blazing the trail for our family. Don't you think that they want to know how to get an NFT? Yes, they do. Of course they do. I so, know that they do. But so, you know. We, you know, so we are here. We, we're doing these things. We're, in, we're involving ourselves. We're putting, you know, skin in the game. I, I, some things I didn't know, I had to learn. Right. And someone was willing to teach me. And thank God for friends far away. And you taught me. Yeah, there you, there you have it. And uh, who knows? We might just be telling everyone how to do that, but um, you know, 
you have to get in the gate. It's right. on Solano, and um, you gotta take the dip. You gotta, sure. you gotta take the dip. You gotta get in, you know, get the coin. And you see the utility for the coin. It's not just about spending it now. Now you see, it's not just having a coin that's going up in value, but you can. There's utility for this coin or this token. You can use it to purchase and mint an NFT, which might have more value than that coin itself in the future. Right. So, I have a few. Not to. Um, yeah, a few. Yeah. Yeah, well, you do have a few. Yes, yes, yes. I from VV and uh, yeah, he you has know, a few. I do, I do, and um, I'm constantly looking out there for pieces of art that are um, affordable. I am a value investor. Affordable is the name. I'm not there yet. We are value investors, all of us. Yes, we are. You know, um, we don't take things because they're cheap, no, but because they're affordable. And that you know there is a there is a slight side for upturn, mm-hmm. so we're value investors even in crypto. Upturn in the long term. Long term. Right. Could be short term too, like right. like SHIB. Know. Oh, you know. Oh my God. Shib. And today is Halloween. Yes, it, it is. And the Bitcoin white paper was 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. Was mailed out today. Yes. That's it was. right. And um. I do have a piece on that and people are wondering now the reason why Satoshi would release the Bitcoin white paper on Halloween. I do have a piece on that and so we will get to that. So the Mimi. Yes. Do you uh, feel like um, Sure. the Mimi is all wrapped up here? It's getting chilly out here, people. Yeah, I'm kind of cold. Yes, I'm not. You know, I have the Caribbean heat. In my body. Okay. You know? Still in me. Still. Well, you have that hot coffee in your body. That's what it is. Yes, family. Don't um <laughs> don't mind me. There's a cup of hot coffee behind the computer over there. <laughs> That's what he's feeling. I left my tea upstairs. You know? Uh okay. So now we have uh the first contender here is Bitcoin at sixty-one thousand three hundred and eighty-six dollars and seventeen cents. 24-hour low, 0.37%. 7-day high, 0.39%. Next, we have Ethereum at 4,296.74. 24-hour up, 0.09%. 7-day high is 4.91%. Next, we have Binance Coin at $521.97. Good looks for Binance. Mm-hmm. 24-hour low, 0.28%. 7-day high, 9.52%. I haven't seen those uh, prices for Binance in uh, a few months now. Right. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Tether. $1. 24-hour, it's at 0.8%. 7-day, 0.14%. Well, slight rise in that, in the percentage there, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a stable point. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, everyone is trying to pull their monies from That's others, it. you know, they're, they're probably making their percentages go up. Cardano is the next one at $1.96. Uh, 24-hour, its high is 0.02%, but seven-day low at 7.52%. Yes. And Following Solana at $202.09. Uh, 24 hours, 
is 5.76% high and seven day 1.90%. So the Mimi's NFT and likewise mine is worth $300 to mint one. Yes. Uh, 1.5 Solana. Mm -hmm. Family, that's why the Mimi's all up in, in, in in the zone right now. I'm not in the zone. I just have to let it process a little bit. You know? <laughs> it's going to be all right. Yes, it is. <laughs> Next, we have XRP at $1.12. And its 24-hour high is 3.80%. Seven-day high is 3.39%. Following Polkadot at $42.78. 24-hour low, 0.22%. 7-day high at 0.13%. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Next, we have Doge. Dogecoin at 0.2784 cents. Its 24-hour high is 2.95%. And 7-day high is 4.98%. Slide move up for Doge. Right. And then we have a new contender here. Uh, it's Shiba Inu. Not a new contender. Well, a new contender in the 10th spot. Okay. Right? Mm hmm Okay. So, we have Shiba Inu at 0.00006482. And 24 hours, it's down 5.08%. And 7-day, uh, it's 76.49% high. So, Shiba Inu... Is looking great so many reasons and family every bit of news every news everything every you see everything is Shiba, Shiba Inu ship ship this ship ship is in the, the Times, is in Times Square on a billboard oh yeah ship is all over that's right ship ship is in the Times Square on the billboard also AMC Theaters CEO considers adding SHIB as payment for ticket purchases. Can you imagine hmm. a meme coin? Yeah. That um, you know, a few weeks ago or a few months ago that uh, most people did not even want to um, jump in. Right. And but you know, I think it's it's the hype is good for it. But I think it has more hype than Dogecoin. Of, of because course. even when Doge was pumping, Doge didn't have all these, you know, um, advertisements and everything was about Doge. And yes, Doge was high and everyone was dipping in. But Shiba Inu was on a different level. Yeah, and you know, they came out stating expressly that they're the Doge killer. Yeah, the Doge killer. But this week... Um, Shiba took, yeah, they took ninth place they took and ninth Doge place was 10. And it seems like it's going back and forth where Doge will be 10 and um, Shiba will be 9 and vice versa. I think Shib. So I think the community that is the people that's, you know, dipping into both these coins is like rallying up to see who can take it. I mean, I just want to see Shib move up to probably six space. Yeah, six, so. Number six. Seeing this news here, a, there was the gigantic billboard promoting SHIB. Mm -hmm. 
that popped up in the Titan Times Square and uh, the display read, we will reach the moon soon. Yeah, for all of us that are holding SHIB. Mm -hmm. um, and even quite recently, we, um, we went on to Shiba Swap and I was telling them, Mimi, how we slept on us and we certainly did. Yes, we did. With SHIB. With because leash I, and bone. Yeah. yeah. There was leash and the price of one leash token right. is about $2,500. Right. Which they about to do a burn. You know? And then there's the bone. Well, the bone token is about close to $3. Mm -hmm. And uh, come to find out on Shiba Swap, there's so much that you can do. And, um, you know, we really did not pay attention to it, um, except for buying some SHIB in the earlys. Right. And uh, we knew that Shiba Swap was a thing. Uh, we knew it was going to drop. And um, we, we, you know what, we paid so little attention. And, you know, we knew that leash, there was leash and bone. We knew. And that, that goes to show you, family, that um, when you hear some news, um, you have to take some action. Yes, definitely. You have to. As soon as you, even if it's something that you don't completely believe in, you never know. Because these meme coins and these altcoins are moving fast. Very fast. Um, look, um, And people can become very rich off of these coins. Yes, it is. And um, there is a, I, I was reading some stuff on some ship. Well, you know what? I can't say some stuff because it seems like everywhere that I'm looking for news about mm -hmm. other crypto, all you're seeing is this dog. Yeah. The dog <laughs> that you have. <laughs> the dog that I have. You know. Not literally. In his, in his, uh, in his, in my party, in his party. Not yeah. literally, yeah. You know what? I, it, I was very iffy about Dogecoin, but I was not iffy about Shiba. For some reason, we saw it and we decided right away that we were going to have some, and we bought it right away. No hesitation. No hesitation. Okay. Um, we we did read the Wolf paper, mm -hmm. but it's not like we did a deep dive. Right. You know, we we, we look family sometimes. You just got to go with a vibe or feeling about something. It might work and it might not. But you know what? You never know if it's going to work unless you, you take a shot. Right. You know what I mean? You have to take a shot at something to know if you're going to hit the mark. Mm -hmm. There's no way you can't hit the mark without taking the shot. And I'm all for taking shots. Uh, some shots. Some shots didn't work, but some certainly did. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, some did. Okay. What do you say, the Mimi? Yeah, definitely. I yeah. Agree. And um, in other news, well, we have I have a bit of news, and the Mimi has a piece on DeFi. That's right, the Mimi. What uh, what are we having on DeFi today? Well, we have the way it started, what's what it's about, how it works, what it means. Yes. So it's it's uh, DeFi is very 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 extensive information has very extensive information um but this is the beginning pieces we will be doing probably several more pieces on DeFi because mm. there's so much information out there that's correct there's a lot of information um and i mean you i had to literally get a book right yeah i got a book so i could understand it even more and even after reading the book i understood it i understand it i know how it works but there's so much more. 
there's so much more yeah, because like, there's so much more being developed. That's right. There's so much more coming out. There's so much more that they're doing in the space with DeFi that's changing. So the information that I'm giving you is what's current for now. But do understand, DeFi has more work that is being processed cool. and being done Even, in the space. That's right. So this is a topic that we will have to revisit over and over again once changes are made. Of course, like every other topic in crypto, right? whether it be NFTs or you know whatever, ecosystems, mm -hmm. these things are constantly improving, improving, constantly changing. Exactly. Whatever, like um, if you have knowledge, some book on Bitcoin five years ago, yes, some things might be relevant, right. but not, not just Bitcoin. It's changed. And crypto, but a lot of things have changed. Yes. So you know, it's it's worthwhile to read something that is old, mm -hmm. which gives you a better understanding of what is new. Right. But you have to try to keep yourself on par with what is new because things keep changing. Yes. So yeah, we have um, a piece on uh, did Satoshi choose to publish Bitcoin's white paper on Halloween because it is it is Bitcoin white paper mm -hmm. day. Um, yeah, whoever created the pseudonym Satoshi Nakamoto, they likely came from the cypherpunk community, which, which obviously they did. And um, we know for a fact that the cypherpunks, well, Satoshi was a cypherpunk, mm -hmm. and uh, he disappeared, but he left the white paper. And um, the white paper is, I think it's eight pages. Did you did you read the white paper? Yes, it's very long, very long. Um, it's not... Um, it's long, and if you are someone that do not like to read, you will not get past first page. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a lot of information that you have to understand, even though you're reading it. Oh, man. You may read it, and we still may not understand it. And once you get into the space and you see how the protocol works, then you start to understand what you saw on paper. Oh, and, um, you know, I have been doing the deep dive, like many other people, not just into crypto, but into sovereignty and having money that is yours. Mm -hmm. It is important to have money that is yours, that uh, someone else in, in time of their need, that they can just swipe what you've worked hard for. Right. Apart from paying taxes and what we do, we pay our taxes legally. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you want to have a currency that is hard money, right. like gold, right. that constantly goes up in value. In any case, the 13th birthday of the uh, Bitcoin white paper has crept up. Just as the world continues to deal with a global pandemic, inflation fears, and astounding meme coin mania trend and well the meme the, the meme coin mania trend is SHIB mm -hmm. we know what it is right and, and, and quite frankly does SHIB have have a use case it does you think it does I think so what's the use case well it's pumping you see family <laughs> it's as simple as that the use case is that it's pumping it's pumping that's it hey look I don't but need... it does have it does have uh SHIB has a community around it. A big community. Okay, mm -hmm. and you have, and it has two other dogs, Leash and Bone. Well, let's not even continue here. Okay, so, and Leash and Bone are by themselves a force to be reckoned with, which um, Leash has how many tokens? Hmm, you know what? Quite frankly, I forgot. 
How many tokens? There's not many. No. Bo bo both Leash and Bone do not have many tokens. Bone has the median amount. Leash has the fewest. Right. And uh, Shiba Inu has the quadrillion or whatever it is. Right. And that's why the uh, Leash token that when we looked at the price the other day. It's the it, most expensive yeah, one. $2,000 for one token. Anyway, I, I, I will be getting off here. I want to read the, this thing about Bitcoin. On October 31st, which was Halloween 2008. Mr. Nakamoto released the Bitcoin white paper to a cryptography mailing list hosted by MetsDAO. The MetsDAO mailing list was run by a group of cypherpunks and was filled with ideas meant to create a form of digital currency. Some of these have even been cited in the Bitcoin white paper. Satoshi's white paper came in a message titled Bitcoin P2P eCash paper. P2P meaning a peer-to-peer, peer 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 mm -hmm. in which Nakamoto explained that his digital currency is fully peer-to-peer -peer and requires no trusted third party for a transaction to occur. Oh, well, a bank or visa or, you know, there, there, there's always an intermediary. And through a peer-to-peer -peer network, Bitcoin solved the double spending problem. Bitcoin also allowed network participants to remain anonymous and was secured through a proof-of-work consensus algorithm. Well, you are so you know you you can be anonymous, but the blockchain, right? You can still see who the addresses. Yeah, you where the addresses. You know, going. you don't know who the person is, but um, you can. And nowadays, with the whole KYC and mm -hmm. onboarding and getting onto centralized exchanges, it's it's be becoming increasingly apparent that the government is keeping an eye on who's buying Bitcoin. Right. You know what I mean? So they always have to have a piece of something. Yes, they're paying attention to who's purchasing Bitcoin. Um, for you to get on Coinbase, Gemini, wherever, unless you do some, um, you know, even to get into DeFi and get coins, you just can't get in just that way. You have to find a way, get an exchange, get, and um, they tie KYC into all that. Mm -hmm. Your information is going to be out there, and you know there were quite there were quite uh, quite a few people, many actually that, that don't want their information like the government to them right. there's no reason why the government should know how much money they have what they do with their money how they spend it and such and such and such and such right you know anyway, anyway at the time the white paper wasn't received the way people would expect it to be knowing what they know today only a handful of people saw Nakamoto's email and replied with their thoughts and concerns surrounding Bitcoin Yes, family. So, 13 years ago today, what we know as Bitcoin was launched on Halloween. And um, what do you think, Mimi? Like, do you think that he released this on Halloween for a certain reason? I would, uh, well... I, I mean, don't know. I, I, I really don't. How, well, I do know. I think In that this way, man was calculated. Very calculated cal because mm -hmm. we don't know who he is. And, yes. It's Halloween. Mm -hmm. So it's a mystery. Mm -hmm. That's the way I look at it. Yes, and so the uh, the paper, if you want to download, and we recommend everyone at least, if you're interested in what uh, Bitcoin, the technology, mm -hmm. not just the coin right. that goes up in value, you can go to Bitcoin.org and get the PDF, download the, right. eight, I think it's eight pages. I read the... It's uh, many pages, people. Yeah, it's, um, it's technical... Long. It's technical, boring stuff, right. quite frankly. I fell asleep and woke up and finished reading. If you're not really into that type of, uh, you know, right. you know, 
these are these, these for for a geek well it's going to get him all excited but i'm not a geek like that <laughs> you know what i mean like um i'm not <laughs> not a geek like that like for someone to but bitcoin over the years it's a it's a culmination of so many pieces bits and pieces of technology and uh, finally satoshi nakamoto whether it be a man woman or people mm-hmm. you know put it out there right for us to all use and um, look look who's trying to buy it up or um, the very same people that he was trying to or they were trying to avoid but now it's uh, it's not only is it a currency in some parts of the world it's a currency in Honduras mm-hmm. but over here in the US it's more looked at as a, as a store of value, value right mm-hmm. so yeah um, that's just a piece of news and uh, the Mimi the Mimi can go on uh, I have some other news that I'm going to read a little bit later after the Mimi drops her piece on um, DeFi. DeFi. Yes. yes, people. DeFi. So everyone hears what DeFi is. DeFi is uh, a short term for decentralized finance. And uh, DeFi is an umbrella term for peer-to-peer financial service on public blockchain, primarily Ethereum. Primarily Ethereum. So with DeFi, you can do most of the things that banks support, earn interest, borrow, lend, buy, insurance, trade derivatives, trade assets, and so much more. But it's faster and doesn't require paperwork or a third party. And you actually earn profits. Yes, you you earn interest that you can actually see a number go up technology. Yes, definitely. DeFi is a collective term for financial product and services that's accessible to anyone who can use Ethereum. Anyone with internet connection with DeFi, the market are always open and there are no centralized authorities who can block payments or deny you access to anything. So services that were previously slow at risk of human error are automatic and safer now that they're handled by code that anyone can inspect and scrutinize. And this code would be smart contract. Smart contract. Yeah. Yeah. So the smart contracts, they, they, they're, they're good to, you know, it's a good, a good thing to do. So let me tell you what a smart contract is. Smart contract is a self-executing contract, okay, with the term of the agreement between buyers and sellers being directly written into line of code. The code of agreement contains therein exists across a distributed decentralized blockchain network. Yes. Okay. Yes. The code controls the execution and transaction are trackable and irreversible. Smart contract permit trust transactions and agreements to be carried out amongst this the Lord Jesus disparate disparate anonymous parties without the need of central authority. Yeah. So saying. They don't need a bank. Right. They don't need someone in the middle. Middle, right. Yes. Legal systems, exter- external 
enforcement mechanisms. While blockchain technologies has come to be thought of primarily as the foundation for Bitcoin, it has evolved far beyond unpinning the virtual currency. Yeah, it has evolved much, much further than okay? that. Okay, so this is how it started, people. Um, it started with Bitcoin, right? So you have it there. Bitcoin is in was the first DeFi application. Bitcoin lets you really own and control values and send anywhere around the world. So you can send it anywhere around the world. It does this by providing a way for a large number of people who don't trust each other to agree on a lender of accounts without the need for trust intermediary. Bitcoin is open to anyone or no one has the authority to change its rules. No one. Bitcoin rules like it's scarce. Lord, I can't even. These, these, uh, my, my, is my tongue. Scarcity. Yes, don't bite on your tongue. <laughs> and it openness uh, are written into technology. It's not a traditional finance where government can print money where devalue your savings and company can shut down markets. So uh, Bitcoin is one of those bulletproof uh, uh, coins that you really can do anything with. Bulletproof technology. Right. Where in Ethereum, we have seen that they have been some kinks mm -hmm. along the way. Okay. And I do know that we was having a conversation uh, yesterday in regards to um, the gentleman that founded the first DeFi, uh, Reggie Middleton. Yeah, we yes, that's correct. We okay. were speaking about um, Reggie Middleton, and um, we had, uh, we I think we it was a couple of podcasts that we had listened to him, and um, right. it's 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 quite fascinating the um, the story of Reggie Middleton, and also uh, for if you for uh, for our listeners if you don't know about bitmex and arthur hayes who's also another brother Reg reggie middleton is mm -hmm. a brother uh, that lives in brooklyn i think yes. right now he does yeah. he still lives in brooklyn right and uh, the founder of veritasium right um yeah Very and then and then arthur hayes is for a bitmex but which ceo but he's uh, along the way he's no longer there yeah so yeah but um in terms of the the um DeFi, it was um, Reggie Middleton, yeah? Yes, Reggie Middleton. So people, why is, DeFi, why is DeFi important? Let me tell you why, okay? DeFi takes up basic premise of Bitcoin, digital money, and expands on it, creating an entire digital alternative to Wall Street, but without all associated costs. Think of office tower, trading floors, bank, um, bankers' salaries, this is the potential uh, to create more open, free, and fair financial market that are accessible to anyone with an internet connection. Yes, that is true. Um, and skin in the game. Right. Yeah, you know, you have to have skin in the game. coins or money in to get on the uh, protocols and to make any types of trades such and such. Right. Yes. How does it work? Uh, user, uh, users technically technically engage with DeFi via software called DApps, decentralized app, 
most of which currently runs on Ethereum blockchain. That's correct, yes. Unlike yes, yes. a conventional bank, there is no application to fill out or account to open. And here are some of the ways people can engage with DeFi today. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can do it by lending, lending out your crypto and earn interest and reward every minute, not once per month. That's right. That is correct, family. Um, oh yeah, uh, you know. I mean, I, I <laughs> look. It's a wonderful thing to mm-hmm. have coins, right? It is that also provide a function where where just holding a token mm-hmm. pays you to hold it. That's right. You understand? Like, we want easy money, right? And and sometimes you make more money than. Just doing the traditional way, going the t- traditional way. But that is why the SEC and uh, even um, the, what's her name, Janet Yellen, is in cahoots right. with the banks because if the if the majority of young people or people out there taking money from the system as it is mm-hmm. and putting it into DeFi, right, it's literally taking it out of their hands and people are doing what they want to do down here and uh, this this all this finance they're seeing this money getting sucked out right (laughs) (laughs) next is getting a loan obtain a loan instantly without filling in paperwork including extremely short term flash flash loans loans that traditionally financial institutions don't offer yeah so if you have a few stable coin Mm -hmm. and you go into a pool or you you want to lend out just based on the amount of stable coin that you have right you can pull out a loan yes you can you know what i mean and you can go and and buy some more coin and get some more return and then <laughs> pay back your loan all in defi all right. digital you know what i mean like i mean if you don't know what you're doing there the chances that you can also get wrecked too let me right. say that too right you, you know, can't you can get yourself in trouble. You can't get yourself in trouble. You could lose some of your coins if yes. you don't know what you're doing. But exactly. You know. Next we have yeah. trading. Uh, make peer-to-peer trades or of certain crypto assets as if you can buy or sell stock without any kind of brokerage. That's right. Okay. That's Following right. we have saving for the future. Put some of your crypto into a savings account alternative and earn better interest rates than you typically get from a bank. Didn't you, you had sent me the um, that crypto fund mm-hmm. to roll over, you remember? Mm-hmm. It was a website yeah. That, yeah, that you can roll over your 401k. Right. And they, uh, you can, uh, you know what, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, but it's, it was just, um, it, that, but that was a great idea by people buying, being able to buy into the crypto with their 401k. Yeah, of course. I mean, who wouldn't want to, especially if you if you want to be in the space and you want you, that's what. But you, you have to be a little bit savvy, right? Because um, when the market does crash, which your the money, whatever it is that it's worth and it's going to you, you would have to basically you might have to call in or unless you're dealing with uh, your funds yourself on an exchange if they allow well, it's you. It, it's okay. So being that that's my that's my background and I've done four hundred one k for about fifteen years. Um, the four hundred one k is you can make is you're, you're you're choosing the funds that you want your money to be invested in mm-hmm. aggressive or non-aggressive mm-hmm. so on and so forth so if you do decide that you want to take your non-aggressive money that's not moving at all and put it into the space mm-hmm. that will help your money 
role in the space itself mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about having your phone cake when it crashes you lose any money no what i'm saying is what you have invested in crypto right so let's just say we have a few dollars invested in and we know that um, things are tanking we can uh, with ourselves right purchase a few you know move our funds to stable right. so i'm saying is would it be the same thing no there's no in 401k would... is there's there's not a stable is either you you move your funds into somewhere that you know that you're it's 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 not going to be affected mm-hmm. but if the market crash everything's affected well yes of course and um you know but with the cryptocurrency it doesn't work that way if you see if you already see that you're losing funds you're already moving it over to a stable coin mm-hmm. where you're going to keep your assets there so it doesn't move mm-hmm. right yes with the 401k it's different yes when you when it goes down it goes down yes and it doesn't return sometimes well now what i was what i'm trying to think of what i'm thinking of is that um that's the traditional yeah the 401k which, which, which we all have one mm-hmm. I'm just saying that um, what you had sent me mm-hmm. was um, rolling over some of your 401k into into, into those crypto assets right. right now what I'm saying is when you if you roll over your portion of the 401k into those crypto assets obviously those um, they're at the mercy of the market right the, the money in that fund that you roll over right. so let's just say the market is tanking mm-hmm. what you have rolled over into that crypto fund um, would you who then takes control of it is it you that would go you would in take there? control because you don't oh. want you have to be the one to right. want to know where you want it to go right and then you call them up and they move the funds for you or you or, or you know. that would have to find out yes that's, that's, that's that, more information that we'd have to find yeah, out that is what i was trying to reach at you know what i mean because then would it be me going into that fund because I, I have access to my 401k yeah well you'd have to you'd have to be the one to be able to move yeah, it if they yeah. give you if you have that, that would be nice. opportunity to do so yeah you know what i mean and that 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 would be nice because right. then you know you could move it into stable if things are tanking and you know you, your your um your funds remain maintain their value right. you maintain know maintain their value yeah next we have buying the derivatives uh, make long or short bets on certain assets uh, think of these as the crypto version of stock options or future contracts. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so that's what we. This th- these are all the the ways that it works. Okay, so how does it benefit? Okay, how does DeFi benefit? Um, opening. So you don't need to apply for anything or open an account. You just get access by creating a wallet. Yes. And and we know some people that have a lot of wallets. Oh, look. And we know some people that don't have a lot of wallets. You are going to, <laughs> while you're doing this crypto, you are going to find that you, if you're serious, <laughs> yeah. you're going to have to get a logbook for wallets. Yeah. You are going to, just to mint NFTs and everything else, you're going to have to have wallets and learn the use and how to manage money and crypto in your wallets. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Next is pseudonymous. You don't need to provide your name, email address, or any personal information. At that point. Well, at that point. But yeah. now, as we see, yeah, at that there point. are many different platforms that are starting to ask for some Look. sort of Look. identification. Lib just um, in the barbershop, 
like I see these crypto ATMs. Right. So I want to know what's going down with these things. Um, yeah, they. Um, I, I I set up the information. I put my driver's license. So my I realized that the barcode, the barcode at the back of my driver's license, because you know it's always in my wallet in a certain corner. Mm-hmm. It's a little scuffed. So. I suppose the um, they couldn't read the barcode. <laughs> so apart from setting my license, they ask you to put your license under your chin. Yeah, so they can identify that so, that's you. So so that and take a selfie. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Just so that you can buy some Bitcoin. Right. People, you have to understand the government is is paying attention to Bitcoin. And who's purchasing Bitcoin? You know what I mean? It's crazy. Um, Another benefit is flexible. You can move your asset anywhere at any time without asking for permission, waiting for long transfers to finish and paying expensive fees. Yes. And that's the beautiful thing about crypto. Everything is done digitally. You can sit with your cell phone. And, mm-hmm. and do your, you know, go through whatever it is you need to put your funds in, win money, lose money. It's all happening right there at your fingertips or, yes. you know, yes. right at your fingertips. Uh, another benefit is fast. Um, interest rate and rewards often update rapidly as quickly as even 15 seconds and can be significantly high than traditional Wall Street. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I think maximum maximum if just for the regular retail investor you might just get 15 percent tops right for the year in your investments so yeah this is definitely not doesn't even compare and the final benefit is uh it's transparent everyone involved can see the full set of transaction private corporations rarely grant that kind of transparency so we like that Mm-hmm. <laughs> but do understand it does have a downside okay um, fluctuating transaction rates on um, the ethereum blockchain mean that active that active trading can get expensive let me tell you so just <laughs> I was just telling the Mimi don't even get me started I move some <laughs> shib I move some shib from one wallet to another um you know i just uh, you know moving some stuff and because uh, the fees man i lost a couple hundred dollars man and i was pissed because a couple hundred dollars is a lot of shib yes i just i just rid myself of future millions you know and um i i feel hurt i have to feel hurt at this point because um you know, a couple hundred dollars is worth a few millions of shib, if anyone has any shib. Right. You know, but um, you better believe that I'm not moving my shib anymore. Right. But I had to move my <laughs> shib for a, a reason. And um, just, um, it's crazy that anything that, um, and if you make any transactions with Bitcoin, the fees are very low. Right. You know, and I could see why if someone wants to make money that they would 
tend to want to go to the, the Ethereum side of things. Well, make and lose because um, when the market is um, pumping, Ethereum fees are very high. Right. And uh, I was um, a little bit pissed that uh, I, uh, I, uh, I lost... Um... <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you telling me that I, when I get upset and you were pissed, <laughs> how does that work? Yo, you man. you were physically pissed. I yo, wasn't pissed. I was just like, I was you like, know, yo, I just didn't want to let it go. It went from from this to that. I you know, I want to say the amount. Yeah, but it went from this to that, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a big that. It was a big that. <laughs> so now I have to go back and buy some more ship. Yeah, you hey. know, hey, hey, you know. <laughs> Another downside, <laughs> you have to maintain your own record for tax purposes. Oh, oh. Regulations can vary from region to region. You know, I think they printed that just because they had to print that. Right. You but know what I mean? You know, in it, all in all fairness, they already know. Right. Okay. Listen. When regulations come and taxes come, mm-hmm. they come. Yes, they do. However, regulators this is DeFi. Yes, it is. There's a the, lot of, yeah. If you touch the surface, things will just go deeper and deeper and deeper. And you're going to get buried. And look, man, the, the, the regulators can only touch the surface. Right. And the, or the way for them to touch it is, is, to, is to do an umbrella type thing to where they, just, they could just try to cover it all. But, uh, right, right. You know, they, they cannot even be specific about what they want to stop in crypto. So they're just like, you know what? Let's just throw up laws and regulations to try to just get this whole industry and then we can try to sort it out. But I I think crypto is just going to eat them up. Yes. Next downside, depending on which dApps you use and how you use them, your investment can could experience high volatility. Uh, This is after all new technology has uh, set in. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, you can um, use the dApps to um, to earn and to learn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is correct. <laughs> now there's there's so much that you can do with DeFi. Okay. Uh, there's uh, you can send money around the globe. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can stream money around the globe. Um, access stable currency. Borrow funds with collateral borrow without collateral start crypto savings you can trade tokens uh you can grow your portfolio Mm -hmm. uh fund your ideas buy insurance and manage your portfolio Mm -hmm. um DeFi is not difficult but it takes some learning yes um and we're still learning we are just scratching the surface. Right. And this right here is, is by, by reading all the different um, sectors. These are just, these are just um, pockets of information mm-hmm. that I took out of all the stuff that I read. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there is so much. And when I say there's so many more information in DeFi, I can't even start to explain. Look, just you. This is just the oh, easy man. terms, I should say, you know, one on one on DeFi. That's DeFi 101. DeFi 101. This was I what think it was. that's just a, that's and that's just barely touching the surface. Yeah. 
you know just just today we were sitting down looking at some um some liquidity some liquidity pools mm-hmm. and that's all part of defi too right you know what i mean um getting big percentages back this is what the sec is looking at they they like they scratching their heads that people can get back returns i mean it's crazy returns mm-hmm. in defi but um it takes some technical know-how because there are crazy losses in defi as well right you know family crazy losses um um if you were to really get into crypto and and read and check every week someone is losing millions right in some some sort of uh, scheme hackers are hackers are out there they are really getting in some of these platforms and Mm -hmm. really doing damage and people are really losing a lot and uh family if if you are to really know that Hackers actually don't go attempt to hack the Bitcoin blockchain. No. Most of these hacks are... Where it's easy. They're easy hacks on Ethereum, uh, the Ethereum chain. So, you know, just so that you know, uh, know, Bitcoin is secure. It's slow. It moves very slow. But that is... It has a reason why. There's a reason why. It's secure. Right. And so, if you are going to buy anything that is worth anything you buy bitcoin mm-hmm. and then you you, you you mess around with the ethereum based products for for, for right. profit diversify you everything know, else you know you diversify uh the meme your battery you don't have mm-hmm. to plug in it's fine yeah yeah um yeah, well look it's almost that time yeah yeah Ooh. oh i have one more story then in that case i was reading this thing about uh, warren buffett warren buffett Follow, he says, four rules to follow mm-hmm. to become a millionaire. Now, this is Warren Buffett's advice. Pay your savings first. Well, he yeah. said, you have to pay yourself first by putting a portion of your funds away for yourself first. Pay yourself. Do you know where I read that? There's a book called The Richest Man in Babylon. Millie. Yes. Okay. I have that. The Richest Man in Babylon. Okay. Anyone, it's, it's an old book mm-hmm. and it's, it really runs true to how to make money. Okay? The Richest Man in Babylon. Um, also, that was number one. Number two, be careful about splurging on brands. So then you know what happened? He's yes. not speaking to black people. <laughs> Yo, you know what? This That is so funny because I just saw a movie the other night. Okay? The girl was making over six figures. She was living the life, driving a nice car, but she was broke. Broke, so broke that she couldn't even pay for gas. And when she went back to calculate what she was spending money on, she was spending money on eating out buying designer handbags she had every single designer handbag you need and at the end what she had to do she had to sell everything to get her money back and go back to the to the the drawing board and start to do her finances the right way in order for her to see and see the money eventually she came out of it but Mm -hmm. yes that that part of splurging on brands yes yeah. Us our people. Our yeah. people. This is what this is Warren Buffett. Our people. This is Warren Buffett. That's Be why careful I 
about splurging on brands. We have the other the other side. They'll wear the same T-shirt, the same pants, and rotate it with something else for a whole week. You know. Where we have to, you know. Look, I I I know people put our Sunday best on every day. That cannot be caught dead out there in the same outfit twice. Yeah, no. Okay. That's not gonna cut it. Hey, ladies, you know yourselves. That's not true. Okay. All right. That's the number two. Number three. Be careful about taking out loans. Yeah. This is Warren Buffett. So the, he's like, yo. Because no. the interest that you pay on those loans is the, the what goes to the principal is barely nothing. Here's, here's what he says. If you buy things you don't need, you will soon sell things you don't need. You know, no, sorry. If you buy things you don't need, you will soon sell things you need. Mm -hmm. This is Warren Buffett. Mm -hmm. True. Yes, that's right. And number four. Be even more careful about investing with borrowed money. money. Right. This is investing on leverage. Investing in with borrowed money. This yeah. is Warren Buffett's advice. So, Mr. Mr. Warren Buffett, making is, all that money, is worth one oh one point four billion dollars. And by way of speaking, I was comparing before we finish. Vitalik Buterin is worth. One billion. Warren Buffett is ninety. He was born in nineteen thirty. He's old. That's so <laughs> he's like ninety-one <laughs> or ninety-two. Okay, it took him from maybe from the age of forty or fifty because he didn't gain all yeah, his wealth. He did all. He did that all in his fifties. He, he started making money late. Yeah. People don't think that he started making money as a young man. He was out there struggling like everyone else. Everyone else. You know right. what I mean? So he, but then he, he, he got smart and he started buying companies. That man, he, he buys companies. You know, anyway, he's worth 101.4 and Vitalik Buterin at age 27 is worth 1 billion. And he's worth 1 billion because Ether is worth 4,000. Imagine Ether going up to 10,000. And twenty thousand. This young man mm -hmm. will be rich, richer than Warren Buffett. And by um, the time he's ninety, oh, forget, forget ninety. We're talking about forty years old. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like he, you wouldn't be able to. The, the money. Jeff Bezos and these guys, he will have ridiculous money. Not even just Be Jeff Bezos and these 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 ultra rich men. Young people with innovative ideas can do so much. And make money okay. in this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in technology. Young man, at 27 years old, Warren Buffett did not have a million dollars. Did not, maybe didn't even have a thousand dollars in his bank account. Right. At 27, 1930. So we're talking about 1957. He did right. not even have a thousand dollars in his bank account. Right. 1957. And this young man, at the age of 27, is a billionaire. A billionaire. Yeah. And he needs to eat. Mm -hmm. He needs to change his diet. The guy looks like <laughs> he needs a dietitian. I can't. I can't. Stop. Stop. I can't laugh. I swear. Have I you can't. seen Vitalik Buterin? Yes. He looked like a ghost. That, that last time I told you, he looked sick. I mean, come on, man. We're making so much money. He and... looked like he's in front of a computer all day long. Doesn't come out for air. Doesn't get any color. That's what he looks like. I know broke people that are fat. <laughs> you know what he's saying like eating everything no. and, and asking people for money 
<laughs> and the guy's a millionaire. <laughs> anyway, family, we're oh, saying that. Mess. You know, uh, we, you know, well, we're saying that. Mm-hmm. We're going to call this one quits for the night, right? Yes. Yes. All right. So, family, think about it. You know, buy Bitcoin, not financial advice. No financial advice over here. You know, but buy it. Yes. Store it. Store it. Get a wallet. And get all the others, especially Shiba. Get well, Shib. <laughs> Check out check out Shiba Swap. And it's not financial advice, but you, you know, know, check out Shiba Swap. You never know what might happen. Check out some NFTs. Yeah. You know, NFTs. we'll be coming with the knowledge because we, you know, I buy them, right. and um, it's not so difficult. But you know, there's a process, and you have to you, know, you have to learn a little bit. So, with saying that, we are out. out. Speak to you on Thursday.